Alexander. Shabbat for three. Bingo! Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Dime Dropper, episode 67 of our 24-minute recaps. Before we get started, please make sure to subscribe on all platforms at YouTube at Dime Dropper Podcast, Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you'd like. Follow us on Spotify, and of course, to follow us on all social media platforms at Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Dime Dropper Pod. I just posted a TikTok tonight making fun of the Antetokounmpo brothers and their jump shots, especially Tanasis because he pulled up and airballed. We had one airball from each. If I was a little more creative and a little more TikTok savvy, put those two videos together and get a little Giannis Antetokounmpo, or sorry, Antetokounmpo brothers airballing. But anyway, I guess I already spoiled our game tonight. The Bucks and the Clippers from the Staples Center. You know, I was looking forward to this one because last time we played the Bucks, it was a typical Clippers struggling to close kind of game. You know, we couldn't, that was when our biggest, you know, my biggest concerns were made about how we couldn't take anybody off the dribble and that we struggled to get to the rim and get easy shots down the stretch. Paul George had a tough one that day. And I was looking forward to seeing Paul George bounce back tonight only to find out that he wasn't playing. And I just, you know how disappointed I get when we're healthy and a guy rests or we take precaution because Paul George and Kawhi are not the most, you know, injury-free players in the world. They have injury histories. So when they're available, I want them to be available. And against a team like this, that's good practice. So I was very concerned, very concerned when I, I'm turned on the game. I'm ready to go. 7 o'clock comes around. I check the TV out. I see Kennard starting. I'm like, what the hell? And then I check and see we have a back-to-back tomorrow. I'm like, oh, my God. Does that mean PG's going to play and then Kawhi's not going to play? And that would usually piss me off. But, you know, I would actually be pissed off if I was going to the game. That's one thing that I just think is really unfair, regardless of if the team wins or not. Because I think that people pay good money to go see the stars. But that being said, we have a we, Ty Lue has brought this next man up mentality to the Clippers. And we've had that all season. We've gotten wins against Miami, uh, both home and away. And just various wins of, uh, without our guys. So tonight we still had Kawhi. You know, no Beverly, no Ibaka, no Paul George. And we started out well. And you can thank Luke Kennard for that. Luke Kennard, who... Obviously, Dime Dropper fam knows I've been saying should be playing more minutes for a long time. That's the one thing Ty Lue's really done wrong. But, you know, ever since that Atlanta game, it seems like Ty's been a little more friendly with him. And um, he was great tonight. He was great tonight. Pulling up for jumpers. You know, there was one shot he made where he got into the lane and then he pump faked and went around with the right hand. I was, I think it was against Chris Middleton, too. He was a very capable defender. And I was very impressed with that. But then the Bucks, they started, you know, bounced back a bit. Giannis was really good in the first half because he was hit first quarter. He was hitting threes. And, you know, when Giannis is hitting threes, everything else becomes that much easier for him. He gets to the basket with ease. He had, like, I think 11 or 12 points in the first. Kawhi was pretty good in the first as well, getting into his mid-range area. But the Bucks started to take advantage. We, you know, started to clamp down a bit. And Kawhi started missing. But then... Who comes in to give that spark off the bench, boys? That man again. The main man. The man of the hour. Terrence Mann himself. He's becoming my favorite player on the team. 
I swear to God, because you know what I said? I still don't really like Kawhi and PG like that until they get us out of the second round. That's just my opinion. I don't like them because of what happened last year. They have to they have to do it in the playoffs before I actually really like them. They failed first time around. I like they're growing on me. Kawhi and Paul George, they are growing on me. But just because they're that nice, I want to see them fight for the team on in the big time. And Kawhi tonight. Really led by example. On both ends of the floor, Terrence Mann and Marcus Morris Sr. were fantastic. Sr. was knocking down shots, mid-range area, face-up. I love when Sr. just gets into that mid-range area, jab step, jab step, pulls, no dribbles. And then we got Terrence Mann attacking the basket. Talk about goat man, goat man, Terrence Mann attacking the rim, and then our defense was just sharp. I think Zoo did a great job standing his ground down low against Giannis with his halfback dives, as my friend would say, just running to the basket. And Giannis missed a couple chippies. And I thought we just, Zoo did a good job standing his ground. You know, Giannis didn't play bad. He actually played pretty well. He had 32 points in the end uh, on 10 of 21 from the field. So I thought he was pretty pretty good. But I don't know. As the game went on, I mean, there's the funny part. The, the Bucks scored 38 points in the first, 31 points in the third, but in the second and fourth quarters, they scored a combined 36 points, which is nothing. We really put the clamps on in the second, and I thought that when we, um, yeah, it was most, Nick Batum was just phenomenal. I thought his rotations were good. He got several steals, just making the right rotation, and sometimes you see Nick, you know, he makes it look like someone's open, and then he rotates at the right time. And goes for the interception. It's all about timing. And he fools the defense with that a lot. Nick Batum, 8 points. Wow, he only showed up as 1 steal. But I could have sworn he had 2. 3 of 7 from the field. Maybe a deflection didn't go to him or something. But I thought he was great. I thought when Kawhi came back in at the end of the second quarter, we kept that defensive intensity up. He did a good job on Chris Middleton. And just anybody he was guarding. His help defense, his communication. You know, when I lead by, when I'm talking about leading by example, what I want to see is communication on both ends of the floor. And when I see Kawhi on, in transition calling out who everybody's guarding, over there, yo, get out there, you out there, I got here. That's leadership. That's taking matters in your own hands. You're the leader. You call that shit out. And that's what Kawhi did tonight in every every way. He helped when he needed to. He loaded up when he needed to. Same goes for uh, Batum. And Marcus Morris Sr., one of his flaws is, you know, can be a little slow laterally sometimes. But he did a great job staying in front of guys. Like, for example, Drew Holiday tonight, who in the first quarter started out hitting some tough contested jumpers. And Chris Middleton as well, he was able to stay in front of. So I thought Senior was great. And in the third quarter, we really just piled it on. Kawhi in that mid-range area on the wing, love to see it. He even hit a one uh, lucky bank shot. But I don't know if it was lucky. I don't think he was going for glass on that turnover the right shoulder. But he was fantastic in that mid-range area. So was Marcus Morris Sr. And then the other guy. Terrence, man, as I said, but Kawhi on the offensive glass. That's one thing I loved about our players tonight, our boys. Kawhi Leonard had four offensive rebounds, two putback dunks. I'm pretty sure it was two. 23 points, nine rebounds, eight assists, and two steals. And the main thing that we did so well, and the Bucs thought they could go to a zone. They started going to a zone in that beginning of the third quarter, and this is when we really took the lead to the next level because we were, I think we were only up by... Two at halftime. We outscored them 39-31 in the third. That's what really made them 
uh, made us get the lead. And Reggie Jackson was able to knock down shots when they went to that zone. It even looked like at one point they were going box and one or something with Tanasis guarding Kawhi. And I think Kawhi just did a great job of attracting bodies, kicking it out to guys. I think Kennard did the same. And Terrence was attacking every time. And that's why I love watching Terrence Mann. Because as I said, he may be the key to why we couldn't, like, the one missing piece to why we're not, uh, we may actually have a chance of winning this thing. And I mean the championship. But getting to the second, uh, past the second round, we'll slow it down. But I'm telling you, we what we needed was a guy to take people off the dribble. Terrence, he can do it. No hand checks. So he doesn't even need to do that many moves. All you got to do is just get a step on a guy and extend. Terrence can do it. Terrence can do it. And he has a nice little pivot and turn move. And if you have that, mm, you can get a long way in this league. He was phenomenal again, man. Just phenomenal. 14 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 0 turnovers. Not forcing anything except for one drive. I don't care. I want him going to the rim. He was plus 19, but Marcus Morris Sr. was just awesome. He was knocking down his open threes when they were going zone, and we were just making him pay from the outside. 19 of 34 from 3 for the Clips. And I'll tell you right now, guys, it's swinging the basketball. Swinging the basketball. Every time finding the open man, knocking down shots, but guys like Terrence Kawhi and Luke Kennard being threats. And even Reggie Jackson was hitting floaters tonight. I mean, look at it. Guys, we had four players with 20 points or more. Four. Talk, that is next man up to the T. Reggie Jackson, 20 points, 8 of 15, and 4 of 6 from 3. Again, Ty Lu has transformed Reggie Jackson. Remember when we benched him? He made it clear he's going to hold you accountable. If you don't play smart, if you come out there chucking, thinking you're Allen Iverson, then you're going to the bench. And Reggie Jackson has been so much better picking his spots, not forcing it. He has been fantastic. And he was fantastic again tonight. 20 points, as I said, on 8 of 15. Kennard, he was the one that really sealed the game. Four consecutive threes in the fourth quarter. One of them was caused by a Terrence Mann offensive tap rebound out to him. Um, let's look at Luke Kennard's stat line tonight. 21 points in his start. 8 of 11 and 5 of 6. From three. Five of six. But Kawhi Leonard, yep, 23 points. But our high man was actually Marcus Moore Sr. 25 points, 9 of 16 from the field, and 4 of 7 from three. The Bucks just didn't have much fight in them in that fourth quarter. 19 points, that was it. It was almost too easy. <laughs> and you know what? It serves them fucking right. It serves them fucking right that they lost because they rested Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Giannis against the Knicks just to play us at full strength. They got their butts beat in that game by the Knicks, and they lost to us. So that's what they get for that BS load management nonsense. So much for giving your guys the best chance to win. A joke. You see what you should have done? Play to your guys because that's what they're getting paid to do. Play basketball. Play the play your guys, and that's it. Because they probably, I mean, every time you step on the court, you have a risk of getting injured. I've said this over and over again. Ridiculous. That's what they get. That is what they get for doing that nonsense. And now they're on a three-game losing streak. 
<laughs> anyway, that's it for me tonight, guys. Half of the 24-minute recap because there's only one game to talk about. I'm not going to get into anything else. I told you we're tuning down to content during March Madness. I may watch some of the Warriors game against the Bulls just because Curry was back and Vucevic played. Celtics, Jalen Brown missed the game today. He's been missing games recently because of the knee tendonitis. So, you know what? I hope they lose every game that one of their big four doesn't play the Celtics. I really do because that's not a recipe to win at all. You're going to have to play through some pain. Um, because Kemba Walker ain't all that anymore. Brad Stevens has not done a good job with this team. They miss shots. They get discouraged. They don't play defense. I don't even need to watch the games anymore to know what happens with them. So that's it, guys. Later, now we go to the live subscribers. Super Chats are turned on. Drop a dollar or a dime if you're interested. Peace. Clippers, six in a row, baby. Screw the Bucks for their load management nonsense. Serves you right. Load management is soft. We're lucky we didn't get away from it today. I'm tired of that shit. And guess what, guys? Because of that, I'm taking a stand, and I'm not going to be doing anything past Clippers and Lakers and and a little bit of Celtics next year for, for this era of basketball. I'm done with it. Uh, that's it. Until And it's only going to get worse. I'm only going to bitch more and more once fans come back and they're doing it when fans are getting ripped off their money because I don't want to contribute to this, what I don't like anymore. So I'm, I'm going to tone it down aggressively and just watch my local Clipper and Laker games and then maybe a little bit of Celtics. But yeah, I'm probably going to cancel my League Pass subscription as well next season. Anyway, that's it for me tonight, guys. Peace.